From Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. And now, join Pastor Cowan of Faith is the Victory Church as he teaches the uncompromised Word of God. This is Victorious Living. Welcome to Victorious Living Radio with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us a message he's entitled, Who or What is in Control of Your Life? We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. If you'd like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, please call 1-800-842-7896 and request number 9. Today's special offer number is 9. And now here is Pastor Cowan as he shares with us who or what is in control of your life. Psalms 92 let me read to you from Psalms 92, verses 12 through 14. The righteous, now who are the righteous? Now, I didn't like that answer. Who is the righteous? I am. I am the righteousness of God. Not going to be, not a fixing to be, not intending to be. I am. We are. I am in that group. I am the righteousness I am righteous in Christ Jesus. But back to Psalm 92, verse 12. The righteous shall fall down and shall stumble and shall have a hard time and will not make it all the way to the end. No, it doesn't say that. What does it say, people? The righteous shall flourish like the palm. Everybody say, I am the righteous. I am the righteousness of God. I'm not a fixing to be, and I don't seemeth to be. I am the righteousness of God. If any man be in Christ, any person be in Christ, he's a new creature, and he has become what? The righteousness of God. I am in right standing with God. You are in right standing with God. That doesn't mean I'm perfect in my flesh. No, but I am in right standing with God through the new birth, through my, my new birth being born again, and by the Spirit of God causing my spirit to come alive with the life of God that he has planted on the inside of me when I accepted Christ. So the righteous, it says, shall flourish like the palm tree. Praise the Lord. Amen. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. You know, there again, you know, need to find out some things about that. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord. Listen, folks, we're in the body of Christ. We're in the household of God. We're in his household. We are his family. It's not, just, it's not just talking about the natural household. We are in the household of God. And so he said, the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. That's the will of God. 
working all things after the counsel of his own will. He's working that in us. Shall flourish. How'd that say that? Shall flourish in the courts of our God. And they, listen, what they, look, look at this one. Wow, this, boy, this really, man, this goes down really easy for me. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. <laughs> Just think what's happened to you while you're coming up in the younger age. Now you're in the older age. Now you're still flourishing. Amen. You know, everybody sit down again. Okay, hold on. We'll get there. Amen. And they shall still bring forth fruit in old age and they shall be fat and flourishing. Hallelujah. That's good news. That you'll get on up there about 95, you know, 100, 100 years old. He said, you're still going to flourish. Amen. You're going to be like the palm tree. God's got some good stuff for you. I don't know how old you are tonight. I know how old I am or how young I am. I know, but God has got good things. Listen, the the latter end will be better than the former. God's got some great things for us. Amen. And and let's, let's, let's not be out here seeking a fire escape. Come on, Lord, with the rapture, get us out of here. No, as long as we're here, let us flourish like the palm tree. Hallelujah. Bring forth fruit in our old age. Amen. And guess what? God has still got some plans for our life. He's still got some plans for us older folks. You know, I've heard people say, now, you know, some of you older folks ought to just fade off in the back. You know, it's time for the younger generation to come up here and t- take over. I- I'm in favor. I'm in favor of younger ones coming up. I'm in favor of, uh, I- I- of that, but I'm not in favor of sitting down and doing nothing the rest of my life. No, the, the, how'd that go? The older, somebody help me quote it. What did I say, John? The old, what show? They shall bring forth. What kind of fruit? The fruit of God. Amen. Be not only being blessed, but being a blessing to other people. Amen. You've been around a long time. Somebody's been here on this earth a long time. Be, be, all this wisdom that you have acquired, godly wisdom, just natural wisdom, you know, you know, and uh, you, hey, you're just getting ready to be a blessing. You're going, and God's going to make a tree out of you. Yeah. She'll flourish like the palm tree. Hallelujah. So that tells me God's not done with any of us. God's not done with any, any of his children. God's not finished with them. The finish comes because of an act of the person's will. That's right. Amen. Amen. Okay, well, let me, let me, you want me to read another one? Another scripture here? Okay. So the Lord knows the way for the righteous to order their life. Isn't that right? The Lord knows the way for the righteous to order their life. He knows the way for us to order our life. Notice he said for us to order. But God knows the way that he wants us to order our life. So it's not God kicking us down the road and get it right, get it right, get it right. No, no, he said it's for me to order my life aright. And so the Lord knows the way for the righteous to order their life because he has predetermined his will in in his word. He has predetermined the order of my life 
according to his own will, we find it in the word of God. Okay, let me, let me hustle through that chapter. Let's get back over in the, in the New Testament, Matthew chapter seven, verse 13, just for, for a few, few minutes here, and then we'll go. He said, here Jesus is talking in Matthew chapter seven, verse 13. He said, enter ye in at the straight gate. He said, enter ye in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat. Now, it's interesting, the word enter here, it's interesting. Enter is to come into or through this straight gate or come through and into the defined gate or the boundaries that God has set himself for us. That's the gate that he wants us to come in. And so I'm going to say that to you again. Now, this is what it says. It says, enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate. Now, a lot of times that this verse is applied to, well, you know, getting into the body of Christ and being born again. Certainly it does apply there. But it also applies after we are in the body of Christ. He said, uh, he said, enter ye at the straight gate. For wide is the gate. He's talking about a way of life, a way of living when he's, when he's defining it as a straight gate. He said, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. That's a road that people get on. And if they don't know, if they haven't been taught, that road is leading them away from God as opposed to leading them to God. So he's talking about, talking about walking in the straight. He calls it a straight gate. He says, uh, enter in that straight gate. Then he looks on the other side and he said, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. So the word enter is to come into the straight gate or the defined gate or the boundaries that God himself has set forth for his children. That's the gate. That's the straight gate that God wants us to enter, to walk in every day of our life. Okay, let, let me read to you Mark eleven twenty two. Everybody knows Mark eleven twenty two, right? All righty. Verse, verse 22, and Jesus answered, said unto them, his disciples, have faith in God. Actually, what he said was, have the God kind of faith or have the faith of God. Here we see a choice that God has set before us. Now the question arises so often in people, well, which is easier for me? Which, which, which way now is easier for me in the straight gate or the gate that leads to the straight? What gate's easier for me? He, he, Jesus understood to them, have faith in God. So the, the, the sooner we realize that faith does not make things easier. Faith does not make things easier. Faith does not deliver you out of the temptation, but what it does do, it empowers you to have victory over those things. And so, uh, man, let me, let me read two, right? Uh, so, uh, da, da, da. the sooner that we realize that faith doesn't make things easier, it just makes the natural that is impossible, faith makes it possible. 
in whatever situation or circumstance that we're in in life. So man has gone a long way on natural human faith. Listen to this. Man has accomplished a lot along the way on natural human faith. The Wright brothers, you remember what they did? Give you a little history lesson. The Wright brothers, well, you can't fly. If God wants you to fly, he'd give you wings. That's what he told a guy one time. I was talking, and he said, yeah, you know, this particular Christian was a smoker. He said, yeah, and if God had wanted you to smoke, he'd have put, you, put his nose on the top of your head. <laughs> well, you'll get that on the way home. Think about it about 9 o'clock tonight. The Wright brothers, public opinion said if, he, if God wanted us to fly, that he would give us wings. Man went to the moon. Public opinion said it couldn't be done, but it was, it was done. So man in these instances went, went against public opinion and they changed the course of history. Just with it's our hope that today's message, who or what is in control of your life, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like a free CD of this week's message, please request offer number nine. This week's special offer number is number nine. It's our hope that the Victorious Living broadcast ministered to that need you have in your life. If it has, please write us at Faith is the Victory, Post Office Box 160268, Nashville, Tennessee, 37216. Or give us a call, toll free, 1-800-842-7896. Visit us online at www.victoriousliving.org. From Pastor Callan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.